Hello and welcome to another episode of Five Songs or Less. Uh, I'm Danny and I am joined by Eric again today. Hi, Eric. How's it going? It is going great. And I just found out what you were wearing and I would love for you to tell everyone listening what you are wearing. I am wearing something that my daughter is super stoked for me to have. A onesie. <laughs> I th- I thought you were just wearing a gray hoodie. Like it just looks like a hoodie from this angle. No, it's definitely a a one piece onesie. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I never thought I would buy one, but mm-hmm, going on vacation mm-hmm. next yeah. month, and literally going to be lots of lounging around, and it's going to be cold. So okay. I'm like, what better than a onesie? Yeah, yeah, totally. Is it so? Is it like sweater material or? It's like a light uh, hoodie material. Okay. Okay. It's not as warm as I was hoping it to be. Oh, okay. It's basically like wearing like two shirts type. Like it's not really yeah, that yeah, thick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But it covers your whole body. Yes. And does it, it pretty, have? It is pretty comfy. Does it have feet? It does not have feet. Oh. Does it zip all the way down? It zips to like. Right below my belly button. Okay. So like a your average hoodie sort of. Well, no, I guess a hoodie is a little bit lower than that. But okay. Okay. Have you bought one for your daughter? Uh, she's had many onesies. Uh-huh. Mostly younger and, you know, sort of character themed. Sure, or, sure, sure. You know, something along those lines. I almost got, there was a Rick and Morty one and I almost got it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I always put him in a giant pickle walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I opted for just to play gray one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. It's very good. Sounds practical. Um, do you wear pants underneath or anything like that? Or is it just free balling it? I got I got my boxers on. Okay, okay. I got my well, that's good at least. an undershirt on, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> and since it's cold, I have socks on. Okay, okay. I, I would hope that it had feet on it, but that's kind of kind of a letdown. Maybe we'll we'll uh, look for one with feet for me. They have they have plenty with feet, but I knew I was going to be cuz like I'm going to Joshua Tree, you know, it's the high oh, is going to be like okay. the high is going to be like 50 or in the daytime. Okay. So I'm like I'm going to want something, you know, comfortable cuz I'm literally just going there to relax for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's I figured cool. feet wouldn't be too practical because I'd be wearing it outside. Sure, sure. Yeah, get all dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Be good for around the house. Yeah. Um, so Joshua Tree, uh, how far is that from you? Um, it's, I haven't actually looked it up. It's probably like a four-hour drive. Okay. Not that bad. Is it like a like a camping thing you're doing? No, we got a Airbnb. Staying oh, at nice. a staying at a pretty nice house. It's on you know, we're the only house on like a it's like a two and a half acre lot. So Whoa. Yeah, it'll be nice. That's cool. Yeah. Looking that'll forward f- to it. Yeah, that'll be rad. Um, what else have you been up to? Just working and watching youth hockey. Just came from my daughter's <laughs> hockey game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, does your son still play too? I can't yep, remember. he's playing. He's playing high school. His game got okay. canceled tomorrow, and I'm not exactly sure why. Oh, weird. Interesting. Yeah, I know there was a rumor about it getting canceled. 
I'm not sure if the rink overbooked or yeah. if there's a tournament this weekend, so a bunch of kids are out of town. Oh, maybe. How was Halloween? Do the kids dress it, up still? It was good. Uh, my daughter went as little, little I can't talk, Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's cute. Yeah. Except for half of the, well, more than half of the time, she only had the hood on. She had a little basket that uh-huh. has the wolf's head in it. Oh, shit. That's awesome. And a hatchet. <laughs> but half the time I was carrying that. So it yeah, was just, yeah. so she was just in like all black and a red cape. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. it's like nobody knows what you are. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows. <laughs> yeah. And then my son just uh, worked and then says he went home. But mm-hmm. it was to his mom's house, so I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. What about, what about you guys? It was fun. It was it was a good, uh, I almost said 4th of July. Ugh. It was a good Halloween. Um, Han dressed up as Link. He's, he's very into Zelda these days. So he was Link. And then Lhasa was a ghost. She really wanted to be a ghost. So Nice. Yeah, it was good. We went to a friend's house and in like the land park area of Sacramento. I don't know if you're familiar, but um, kind of like nicer houses. You got to go to the nice houses. They have the bigger candy <laughs> bars and stuff. Uh, allegedly, they did get a couple full size. Somebody gave. Let me get your opinion on this. Somebody gave out full size, just plain Hershey's chocolate bar. That's like the worst full size candy, right? Yeah, like I'm not a chocolate fan. Yeah, like, yeah. but that just seems like a terrible, like not even like the the cookies no, and cream one. No, or, no cookies and cream, not not even a fucking almond, like or peanut or something. I don't know what you put in put in those, but it's just I don't know. I just come on, folks, try harder. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you got the right idea going full size mm-hmm, candy mm-hmm. bar. But then you ruin it with a not good candy bar. Just a plain ass Hershey's chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. Yeah, I don't think so. But they did pretty good. We we didn't. We were only out for like an hour or something like that. And yeah, they they had a lot of fun. Got a lot of candy. Uh, Han, my son, doesn't like chocolate at all, and so we're eating all his chocolate. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> Lots of candy for us. Yeah, I'm very. Uh particular on my candy i'm mm-hmm. a i'm a fat kid that doesn't like all candy <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cho- chocolate has to be mixed with peanut butter in order for me to like it oh, okay so reese's and things of that yeah. nature Ex- except the one exception is a weird exception because i don't like coconuts but i love almond joys oh almond joy is so good i think it's just because growing up like that's my mom's favorite candy mm-hmm. so i know like I've been eating it as a kid. So I think that's part of why I like it because everything else about it is something I wouldn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I really like Almond Joy. I like mounds too, where it's just chocolate and coconut. I, I don't like think those too. I don't think I've ever had a mounds. Oh, really? It's the yeah. same concept, it just doesn't have the almond in it. I think it's dark chocolate also. Oh, okay. So that changes things up a little bit. You did not dress up? I dressed up as a middle-aged dad. Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. What a coincidence. I use that costume a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Do you remember? 
it was kind of a generic one, but it was Cooper was probably five or six. So oh wow, about, okay, about ten years ago. But it was a generic one. I I just put on a one of my referee jerseys that I had in my uh, hockey bag. Yeah, I, I washed it first though. <laughs> since it was in my hockey bag because <laughs> he went out. He went out as a uh, a hockey player, so I just oh, threw okay. on the, the jersey yeah, yeah. and. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. I can't remember the last time I dressed up either. I remember one year Amanda dressed up still. She dressed as um the character from It. The the little the kid in It that wears the yellow like coat or whatever and the red uh balloon. Um she dressed as that character. And I can't remember if I dressed up or not that year. It's been a long time though. I just don't have the the um energy to like do that shit man yeah it's i mean i'm not out there collecting candy so yeah it was nice this year because uh we just let the kids go up and do it on their own because like you know as they're, when they're younger you have to go up there with them and, and yeah you know show them where the doorbell is and stuff but we we're just like okay go do your thing and because there was other kids with them too so it was like a more of a you know kid group experience Mm-hmm. It was nice. The neighborhood we go to, we've been going to that same neighborhood forever just because uh, my kids' aunt, well, two of their aunts live in that same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But the, the one aunt that we always met at her house and everyone kind of, you know, the parents that don't go walking around will sit out there and hand out candy. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They actually just moved back to the East Coast. And so oh, we went okay. to the other aunt's house. And when the kids went to go knock, on the old door they came they all came walking back like man that was really weird (laughs) (laughs) it was was the first time that you know they've been there yeah yeah since they moved (laughs) interesting man so you don't um this was something that came up when we were trick-or-treating too you don't trick-or-treat in like your own neighborhood do you like go somewhere else to trick-or-treat uh yeah we've always gone here just because like i said it's uh the aunt lives there yeah 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 that neighborhood is they go they go to town on things or about size about Thanksgiving. <laughs> None we, of have us no, get a ho- we have no idea what holiday it is. Yeah. Uh whatever holidays you dress up for. Yeah, yeah. We, we went over we always go over there for that. But yeah, they go they go crazy there. Okay, okay. If I drank, I would have been drunk as shit by the time <laughs> we got done. There was probably about five houses handing out jello shots. Holy there was, shit. There was another house that had like a you know, they had uh, wine, beer, yeah, shots. Yeah. I was oh like, damn, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I would have literally been, like, on the floor drunk. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah, we always go to other neighborhoods. We don't, I mean, we've lived in this, this was our second Halloween season um, that we've been in this house, in this neighborhood, and, um, I remember somebody asked us like, Oh, how's trick or treating out there? And we're like, I have no idea. Like we haven't triggered like last year we went to the, the fabulous forties where all the huge rich people live. And this year we went to land park where it's, you know, some rich people, um, for their big candies. But, and I don't know, I don't know if we ever will. Like, I guess it depends on like, as the kids grow up and they get friends, you know, are we going to go to the friends neighborhoods and things like that? So. And then where I grew up, we didn't, uh, we grew up on a court with four houses and like 
a bunch of fields and shit. So it's not like I could go. I always had to go to random neighborhoods to trick or treat. Yeah. Uh, at my parents' house, nobody really trick or treats there. Cause it's an older neighborhood. Like there's no sidewalks. I think in the whole neighborhood, oh, wow. there's like, there's like three street lights and those, yeah, put yeah, in, yeah. and those were put in maybe 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we never trick or treated there, but there's a neighborhood not too far away. That's a really nice neighborhood that we would always go to. Yeah. 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 What else has been up? Like, have you, do you want, have you been watching anything? Any good shows you're watching? Not really. I just watched, uh, it wasn't that great, but that show blockbuster. Oh yeah. I feel kind of like lukewarm about that. Like, I don't even know if I want to try it. I liked the idea of it Uh and it's, it's just your basic generic sitcom. Mm-hmm. type show yeah like it was i started out like i watched the first like episode or two and then i kind of just i finished it by just kind of having it background mm-hmm. you know i i watched it while i was having a cigar but i was also playing on my phone <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it turned into just kind of background noise on mm-hmm. there is it supposed to be about the last block like the one that's in oregon or whatever the last one it's about the last blockbuster but it's not really about like the actual last blockbuster it's just a a random last blockbuster in in whatever yeah. universe okay i get it yeah interesting yeah I, I don't know it seems like a weird concept yeah and i don't really see they didn't really leave it open too much to do like a season two yeah i mean yeah. you you could pull off a season two but mm-hmm. they didn't really when it ended my thought was like all right, it's a one season show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it didn't, you know, it didn't really leave it open. Yeah, how too far much. can you take that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is uh, is Blockbuster going to come back as a thing now? Like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. The show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the show, it's going to come back, and they're going to be everywhere again. People are going to yeah. start buying Blu-ray players again. I found this CD today. I was at my parents' house today, helping out. I've been going out out there lately because my dad had surgery, and so he needs help with doing things because it was neck surgery so he's like mobile and stuff but um he it's hard for him to bend down and do things and whatever so i've been going over there to help out and he needed to take a picture of his truck for insurance because they i don't know they needed proof that it still existed or something um (laughs) so we pulled his truck out and it's like this old classic truck and like it just sits in the garage and it's uh, the the like bed of the truck is filled with boxes and shit so we pulled it out of there and took all the boxes out and washed it and stuff um, i saw the picture you posted it looks really oh nice. yeah it's a really nice truck like he takes good care of it even though it just sits there <laughs> so and it's nice i drove it it's really awkward to drive because it's such a small like cabin and my elbow like still hurts on the on my right arm because it's like <laughs> i'm driving like this like the wheel super close to me but anyway, we like clean that out. And so my parents are pretty bad. Like they're not hoarders, but they have a bunch of shit in the garage, especially. Um, and so we were going through boxes of things and they had this box of like random CDs. And so uh, we were getting them ready, taking them out of like the plastic boxes that they can reuse and put them in cardboard to, to take to Goodwill or wherever they're going to donate. But there was this emo mix that I made. I don't know when. It just says emo mix. I'm really excited to check it out. I think we're going to do, uh, I sent a picture of it to, uh, to Cody and Nate 
And I think we're going to do an episode where we listen to the CD and make fun of my taste in, I don't know, 2004 or whenever I made that CD. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious to hear what's on there. It's, it's nothing that, uh, the true heads would, would consider emo. I can guarantee you that. Well, I was, I was going to say, I can guarantee you it can kind of tie into this episode. Cause I bet you there's probably like a Joan of Arc or something there, like that on it. There might be a Kinsella on there. There might be at least something from Chicago. Braid might be on there. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We were trying to figure out cause um, Cody was like, don't listen to it. Cause I was going to listen to it on the way home. And Cody's like, don't listen to it. We maybe we'll do it in person and we can listen to it. And I was like, I don't have a CD player anymore. Like we're going to have to sit in my car and listen to this. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's cool. We could drive around and record an episode. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't have a CD player either. Yeah. I, I do not. I don't have a DVD player anymore or Blu-ray player. None of, neither of my computers has CD drive in it anymore. Yeah, mine doesn't have a CD drive either. I have nowhere except for my car. And if we got a new car, it probably wouldn't have a CD player. I think mine does. Mine's a 2020 and it has a CD player still. Okay, okay. I think it depends on the brand. I've heard that a lot of cars don't have them anymore, which is still I'm, weird to me. Actually, I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> I'm just, I just always use, I just always plug it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice to like... Uh, for like um, Amanda's car, for example, like I would drive that car to practice usually because it's smaller and uh, the bigger car, the Subaru uh, has both the car seats in it and stuff. And so I would drive that the smaller car to practice and I would either because uh, I, don't, I don't know why it's a hassle, but I mean, it's it was like a five minute drive before um, down to practice. But anyway, I would just either put on the like college radio station and listen to that or I would uh I had one CD and it just stayed in there all the time in the CD player and Amanda never listened to it. And so I just listened to that CD like over and over again. And I'd listen to, you know, one and a half songs or something on this drive, but I don't know. It's kind of nice to like not have to deal with, with it and not have to deal with the radio either. I very rarely have to drive my dad's truck, Mm -hmm. but it's an older one. So there's not even like an auxiliary plug or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, if I do drive it, you know, the first time I had to listen to the radio and just <laughs> commercial, it seemed like a commercial every other song. Yeah. And so after that, I started bringing my little, uh, I've got like a little JBL portable speaker. Oh, sure, sure, so sure. Yeah. I literally just bring that and just <laughs> set it in the cup holder. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I should do. I can't, I can't drive in silence. It's hard. My dad does it all the time. Like I'll turn on his, turn on his truck and like nothing comes on. I was like, and I asked him about it and yeah, he just drives in silence. Just I'm like, how? I don't know, man. That's that's wild. I couldn't do that it. Being, that being said, though, like I don't think he ever really listens to music in general. It's really oh, okay. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah. First thing I do in the morning, or like before work, mm. no matter how tired I am, getting ready to leave, it has to, music has to be on. Yeah. Like I don't, even, I don't even put it in reverse until the music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever have like a problem trying to decide on what you're going to listen to? I feel like that happens to me like a lot lately where like, you know, I have Apple music and so I have virtually almost everything to listen to, but I can't make a decision on what I want to listen to. I feel like that happens weekly. 
it happens all the time. I have one playlist that's kind of like my go-to playlist that oh, okay. I end up I end up listening to that just because I can't figure out mm-hmm. what I want to listen to. So I'm like, I'll put this on, and then while I'm driving, if I think of something, you yeah, know, yeah, I'll I'll change it. But the next thing I know, like, all right, I'm home or I'm at. <laughs> I'm at wherever I'm planning on going. Is it a um, like a curated playlist or is it one you made or? It's one I made. It's one you made. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You have Apple or? Yeah, you have Apple I, Music. I have Apple and Spotify. Oh, do you? Yeah. Why do you have both? I recently got Spotify uh-huh. and I just wanted it just to test it, just to try it out. Mm-hmm. And I actually really enjoy it, the, which is why I have both. The user interface is a lot better. <laughs> Apple. Yeah. And then Apple Music, I mean, I just keep Apple because I have the family plan. That, yeah. Like, you know, I have both my kids are on it, mm-hmm. my mom's on it, mm-hmm. and then one of my friends is on it. <laughs> nice. So now so now I'm just like, I feel bad. If I if I cut it, they're all gonna they're all it. gonna lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know my my son and my friend use it a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have Apple because that's what we signed up for when we you know we had our phones or whatever and it was easier than making a new account i think amanda has both it's like she has two phones she has she has a spotify account on the side um, that she pays <laughs> and for and I, i'm like why do you have that and she's like i don't know i just like it better and as as lame as it sounds i like how spotify does like their the year end thing where it tells you like, Hey, these are the artists you listen to the most. I get so jealous at the end of every year. And like Apple has their half-assed version of it. And it's just, it's not the same. And that was honestly one of the reasons why (laughs) I did, I did the free trial of it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And then I, afterwards I created, you know, I created a whole bunch of playlists Yeah, and, and there weren't, there were ones that weren't on Apple music. And I'm like, I don't want to have to create them again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because most both. most of my playlists are just like you know one artist thrown into a playlist. That way, I have to go click around mm-hmm. album to album. Oh, most okay. of them like that. Okay. So those ones are those ones are easy. I do that with EPs, uh, like the band we're talking about today. I uh, I was thinking about them because uh, they were coming out with a new album, and I was like, I'm sick of having to listen to their first two EPs separately, and so I threw them onto a a, a thing. But yeah, you do that with like, like said, everything. For the most part, like, you know, I have like a Mac Miller playlist, mm-hmm. Kid Cudi playlist, Days and Days playlist, where it's just all of their albums oh, okay. in one. Do you shuffle it or do you like start at a specific point? It's even when I do like curated ones that I make, it's, mm-hmm. I still always have it on shuffle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just because even when I'm making them myself, like when, you know, it's like one song from this band, one song from this band, mm-hmm. they're never like in order. It's just how I think of it. Like, yeah. you know, I'll be listening, I'll listen to a song. I'm like, oh, I should put this one in there. And I listen to that. I'm like, oh, this thing makes me think of this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So there, there's never like an exact order mm-hmm. to it. Okay. Anyway, I guess I just brought up the band a little bit so we can start talking about them. So how, how do you feel about like Matthew stuff. I wasn't sure how you feel about that thing, kind of thing. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's most of my timestamps are related to more of the Matthew uh-huh. type stuff rather than lyrical okay. type stuff. Okay. Cause I knew you were into Kinsella stuff. Cause we had, we saw Owen together. Um, one time. I love Cap and Jazz. Yeah. I love Owls. Okay. Okay. 
I couldn't remember. Like I had a really hard time remembering it, like what kind of stuff you were into. But I remember going to see Owen with you and that dude is in this band or was in this band. Um, but I had to warn you ahead of time that he's just the drummer. He's not singing. He's a really fucking good drummer. Yeah. There's that. I don't, I was trying to think of like how I came across the band because the vocalist, uh, Evan, Evan, right? Evan Weiss. Uh, yeah. Evan Weiss. He's a very busy emo boy. Like he's always doing shit. He, he he's, he's in into it over it. Yeah. That's his that like solo project. Is they, in. they did a split. I can't remember with who, but they've done a split with a band that I really like. They've done a ton of splits. Let me, I have, um, this thing up here. They did one with it would Koji. Be, it was someone more on the folk punkish side. Uh, everyone everywhere. Swing set. Empire Empire. Bob Nana. Castavet. Such gold. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of some. Great Albatross. Owen. They did a split with Owen. <laughs> I, maybe it was. It had to be from Owen. Though, yeah. I bet. Um. But I mean, he's done a ton of stuff. Um, like his, let me go back to his thing. I knew him from into it over it just cause I think it came up on some kind of blog. Like this was in blog days when I found into it over it and it was like four fans of kind of like spitting and I, I get the, the comparison, but he's always doing shit. He's always got new bands. He's in a band called pet cemetery, which is really good. And then this band uh, and another like kind of short-lived band called Stay Ahead, Stay Ahead of the Weather, which I liked a lot. Um, but I, you know, he was kind of on my radar, and it came up, and I it probably said like, you know, Mike Kinsella and Evan Weiss doing music together, and it's on polyvinyl, so I I tend to stay uh, up on what polyvinyl is doing, and so that's I'm pretty sure that's how I came across him. And then they came back to my radar because they they just came out with a new album. And so I was like, oh shit, this band. And I decided to give them the Eric. And they're at that, uh, I can't remember what the name of that festival was, but they're at that, that festival that not long after you, you gave me this band, I was looking at the lineup. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For fest. Oh, the fe- just the fest. fest. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, they're going on tour too. Um, I haven't seen any Northern California dates. They are playing in Bakersfield and the, the like 20 something year old at me was like, Oh, I'm going to go to Bakersfield and see them. <laughs> uh, but the 41 year old is like, no, you're not Danny. You're going to sit on your couch and watch TV. <laughs> but I hope they come up here. It'd be cool to see them play. I'm a little bummed that Mike isn't in the band anymore. Mike Kinsella. Uh, the new drummer seems to be pretty good as well, but okay. So you were a fan of the, the Kinsella stuff. And you had said you're more of a Mike Mike guy, though. Yeah, I mean, there's I've liked a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. him and Tim have been in. I know he's he's got a cousin that he, I think I was reading that's in a few. I can't remember what he's been in though. Yeah, he was in Birthmark and something else. Yeah, but I know like the main when I think of Tim, the main band I think of is Make Believe. Oh, okay. And I, for some reason, I, I think we saw, I think I saw them live, like open for someone. I just wasn't a fan. They were okay. I was never big on that band. 
And so I think that just kind of tainted mm-hmm. my tainted my view on him because I was already a fan of you know Mike from Owen yeah, and yeah. you know Cap and Jazz Owls, mm-hmm. which I think you know Tim was also in. Yeah, he was a vocalist. Both of those Cap and Jazz and Owls. Yeah, yeah. Owls is fucking amazing. I absolutely love that. The first record. The second one is fine. Yeah, the the song I Want the Quiet Moments of a Party Girl is one of my all-time favorite songs. Yeah, yeah. it's (laughs) so fucking good. Uh, I really, really, it's one of those big show regrets is uh, they played at here in Sacramento at Capitol Garage. And I like knew about the show and I was like, it was one of those situations where I was like going to go and I probably had to work or I probably just like was going to go hang out with a girl or something instead, but it bums me out to this day. <laughs> I think we all have a bunch of those mm-hmm. shows that we just kind of blew off for whatever yeah, reason yeah. and look back on it later. And we're like, ah, oh, that was dumb. Yep. But, yep. That was a big one. There was one not, it's not like a, uh, a big regret, but it's like a, Oh, that would have been cool. I guess. Um, I was downtown with the idea of going to see this band Uh, at Capitol Garage, which was like a coffee shop slash bar kind of deal uh, where they had uh, all ages shows. But uh, Maroon 5 played there. And that would have been cool to see them in that environment before they got big. Uh, And I was going to go to the show because one of the, there was another band that opened called Scapegoat Wax. And I had seen like a video of theirs on MTV and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. But then I think we just went and hung out at a cafe or something like that instead. But it's not like, oh, I am real bummed I didn't get to see Maroon 5. It's like, that would have been cool to have seen them before they blew up, you know? Yeah, to see them in a, in a small mm-hmm. environment like that. Yeah, place where the stage is held up by milk crates and stuff. I think I think it was in that era of Capital Crush. Yeah, because I've because I saw the first time we saw uh, Modest Mouse oh. and Death Cab were at this place called Nita's Hideaway, mm-hmm. where maximum capacity is probably like two hundred people. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. like that's like probably going a little over fire code. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. There. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think in in a lot of the pictures I took at Capitol Garage, there's a sign uh, just to the like behind left side of the stage area and it says maximum occupancy and i think it says 75 and it was like i saw botch there and i saw the faint there and desparcitos also um and that place was just packed like at least 100 200 people something like that like nowhere near like capacity i'm sure that's maybe one of the reasons it got shut down eventually (laughs) yeah we saw um also saw desparcitos at Nita's Hideaway too, oh, and cool. there was, there's maybe, I want to say twenty to thirty people there. Oh, really? That yeah, and that was the time when Connor would get drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Was yeah. that um, like that was probably at the same time I saw them? Was it like it was? They didn't. They didn't even have a. They didn't even have a full album out yet. It was just oh, the EP. Oh, okay, okay. Then no, this was. We just we only we only went because we knew Connor was in the group. Mm-hmm. I literally never heard anything about the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just knew Connor Connor was in it, so we went. Oh, cool. And yeah, he probably finished off two to three bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot lyrics to <laughs> at least one song. 
<laughs> oh man, he just uh, threw a. He's still doing his thing. He like threw a tantrum at um, that when we were young fest. Uh, he like threw a tantrum and like threw down a. Um, what's that thing that you like put your sheet music on? It like holds your sheet music. But anyway, he threw down one of those and like stormed off stage. He's he was really good for a while, mm-hmm. and I think something I think something happened where he kind of flipped a switch and he kind of went go back to old. Yeah, yeah. Drinking Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was real fucked up at that Desparacito show. That's cool though. You saw them. You see, so you got to see them early on. It was O2 that I saw them, but it was fucking packed. Uh, I think it was it was probably a tour for the album. It just wasn't actually officially out. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember going to we went to the merch table mm-hmm. and it was just the the EP oh, okay. that was for sale okay. there. I don't I don't even think I went to the merch table that night. Um. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, and he was very drunk. Um, and I think it was like the next night or the night after that, like two days later was when they like had their blow up and they broke up or whatever. Cause the one guy was cheating on or like sleeping with Connor's girlfriend or something like that. I can't remember the situation exactly. I can't remember so long ago cause we're old now. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Uh, sounds like Connor Oberst might need some there, there therapy. (laughs) Good time. Yeah. (laughs) First song there, there therapy, probably the first song I heard from them. And I absolutely love that. The first line is this sucks. I suck. I was gonna say, I, all of their album covers. I think especially this one, mm-hmm. they all look like they were shot with a whole gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the EP analog the weekend. Self-titled, the self-titled one, especially because it's got the light. It's leak. got the light leak, and the analog weekend one looks like it was like uh, one of those four lens cameras. You know. Yeah, basically, looks like whoever did their photography was a big fan of lamography. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's one of the things that drew me to their records, uh, at least that first one, because it has the, those light leaks on it and it's a square format. I love it. Um, so how'd you like the song? I like the song on here. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they, I haven't, they're a little, a note on here I wrote, uh, they're a little bit more chaotic version of dismemberment plane. But oh. a less chaotic version of Cap and Jazz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dismember. I'm doing an episode on Dismemberment Plan uh, next week. Because um, that was literally like when I when I first heard them, that was the first band that popped into my head. Interesting. So I listened. I listened to the playlist, and I went back to listen to Dismemberment Plan. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And, that, and I, I, was, I feel like Dismemberment Plan can be very chaotic. Um. So interesting. Okay. Interesting. I never thought, but I guess that makes sense because they both have like good singing voices, not like your typical like Tim Kinsella, where it's like it works for the music, but it's not a good voice kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I do have a couple timestamps on this one. Uh, we're just pretty much about the the music though, the noodling, because I love that stuff. That's mostly what mine is too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I do like the lyrics a lot. I've never paid that close attention. Uh, as I've gotten older, I don't pay as much attention to lyrics. But uh, paying attention to the lyrics on this one, I, I did like it because it's kind of about, uh, it seems to me anyway, it's about getting your head too much and overthinking and, and uh, like worrying too much about things. Oh, and the second one, actually my second time Sam is about the lyrics. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But my first one is at 20 seconds. Very cool guitar work. I love their guitarist does a bunch of like feedback squeals on, I think, every song that I gave you. Uh, but starting that that uh, little instrumental break there with the nice guitar squeal is always, always a plus. Yeah, like this is a band. I like the singer's voice, mm-hmm. but I could probably just listen to the whole everything instrumental yeah. as well. Yeah, totally. Which is weird because I'm not that big of an instrumental like just purely mm-hmm. instrumental mm-hmm. fan. I I can think of maybe two bands that I listen to that are instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one I was curious about his voice um if you were going to like it cuz I can't I don't know for some reason I had this idea in my head that you're not a fan of how can I put this like good singers, like singers that are obviously good at what they do kind of thing. I like, I like, you know, a a bunch like that. It just, the singing voice just kind of made me think of pretty much everything I listened to, like late 2000s, early 2010s. Like that whole J-Tree, polyvinyl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything, it all just kind of sounded similar to that. Okay, okay. Like not not necessarily good or bad, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally, I mean, they're on polyvinyl, so it makes sense. But I think I was just worried because, like, if I remember correctly, you didn't like Get Up Kids and Saves the Day. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure why I don't like those bands. Uh I just, I think they also became popular. And I think that was more of the quote unquote emo that people were calling them. Yeah, that's, and I was one of those. That's what's on this. CD here. <laughs> I was one of those assholes at the time that was like, no, that's not real emo. <laughs> if it's not Moss that Icon, was, I don't want to fucking hear about it. That was a hundred percent me at that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I already did a Get Up Kids episode. I don't know if I want to do a Saves Today episode. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of the things I was kind of worried about was, oh, I don't know if he's going to like the voice, but it sounds like you do, so that's great. Yeah. Um, what's your next uh, timestamp? 110. 110. Okay, I'm at 50. I'll play through uh, yours, though. I guess you could call it a problem. What goes on inside my head? A ring of constant questions. Subtle hints at indiscretion. Keeping quiet but losing my voice instead. Is that good for your time, Sam? Yeah, it's just it's a little guitar, like the twinkly guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that uh, guitar part, and I like that it like breaks down into this weird bridge for the song, and it's got the spoken word part in the background. That my actual next timestamp, we kind of went into it was the spoken word. Oh, part. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
I really like that that verse though, um, where he's saying, uh, "I guess you can call it a problem. What goes in, on inside my head? A ring of constant questions, subtle hands set in discretion, keeping quiet but losing my voice instead." I, just, I really like that. Uh, it kind of speaks to like issues I've had with overthinking situations and uh, not communicating properly. It's like the line keeping quiet, but losing my voice instead kind of, I felt like it had kind of a double meaning of like keeping quiet, but losing my voice is like, I'm trying to keep quiet, but I'm just shouting instead, or I'm trying to keep quiet, but it's making me lose my voice in a situation or a relationship or something like that. So yeah, I really liked those lyrics. Like I'd never paid super close attention, like I said, but I feel like the song means a little more now because I can relate to it more. It's weird because normally I'm a lyrics person, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really pay as much attention to lyrics on this as I I should have. (laughs) I, I think that opening line I, it grew on me more and more, but the "this sucks, I suck" uh-huh. kind of threw me kind of threw me off at oh, first. Right. I was like, oh. "Yeah, that's funny," because <laughs> that's that's what like grabbed me right away. Uh, I just I like self deprecating because <laughs> I'm so. I good do at it. I do too. Nor- I do too. Normally, <laughs> I think it's just the way it came out. It was a little more with the the music mm-hmm. to it. It was a little more playful, like okay, kind yeah, of yeah, joking yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll play a little bit more here so we can hear the um, spoken word part. that is if it's like something he wrote if he's reading like a poem or a book or something like that so that's when you need a cd got the little liner notes inside i know my phone is (laughs) like oh i have the record out there somewhere i should look in the record i wonder if it says on discogs let's look at discogs really quick sometimes it'll say on here do 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 band lacquer cut uh oh look at that spoken word taken from the Heart is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McCullers. Hmm. Okay. I always think of the anniversary because they have a song called The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. <laughs> anyway, I like that part. It also makes me think of another Weiss. It kind of sounds like Aaron Weiss a little bit from Me Without You. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's just because oh, it's spe- spoken word. <laughs> Speaking of regrets... I didn't go to their last tour when they came here, oh. Me Without You. And I am super bummed about that. But you, you saw them a few times, though, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw them for the, the original ADB Life tour. Oh, cool. And then, you know, I saw them, with, and I've seen, I've seen them probably about eight times. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I saw them again for the reunion of the ADB Life tour. So it just would have been nice to... yeah you know, see them on their last yeah, tour. I know. I kind of regret not going to that too, but I didn't get close enough. I, I can't go to San Francisco for shows anymore. It's too far. 
I don't have that excuse. It was literally 30 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been good. Uh, Dante uh, went to went to that their last tour and he sent me a bunch of videos and pictures and stuff. It looked like a very good time. Yeah. Do you have any other timestamps on this one? Uh, 238. Okay. There's just some parts of the song where it seems like the guitar and the drums are going against each other, Mm -hmm. but it just works really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude is a fucking wizard on the guitar. Uh, yeah. Matthew Frank. Yeah, Matthew Frank. I've not listened to enough of his bands, though. I listened to Lifted Bells, because that had Bob Nana singing from Braid. Uh, and Recreational Drugs I listened to a little bit. but I've never heard of either one of those bands. They're pretty good. This is definitely the best of his bands that I've heard. Um, but he's just fucking going nuts on the guitar yeah he's really fucking good obviously we just heard it (laughs) are you ready for the next song i am okay off of analog weekend i don't have a fun way to intro this one rarely happens this song's called new blood Speaking of the Get Up Kids, this one was produced by James Deweese, who used to be in the Get Up Kids. Ah. Um, I think so. I should double check before I start (laughs) saying things. Yes. Uh, He recorded it. Anyway, um, yeah, off of Analog Weekend, just a quick like three song EP. It really sucks because like 2013, they came out with two EPs and then they were gone (laughs) until this year. So did they break up and rejoin or just go on hiatus? Just a hiatus. Uh, I was doing a little bit of reading before we hopped on the call. And from what it sounded like, they were just too busy, like doing, because they're all busy doing other projects. Oh, okay. Um, Because, you know, like when Mike was in the band, he's doing American football. He's doing Owen and, uh, you know, all the other stuff he does. Evan Weiss is constantly doing stuff. Um, and I think Matthew Frank was doing, you know, his other bands too. So they're just busy and they would post on, on Instagram every once in a while, um, that they were working on songs, but like they've been posting that they were working on things for quite a few years before it finally came out. That's, that's the worst when you get guys from like fairly popular bands Mm -hmm. that come together to create a smaller band. Yeah. Especially when that smaller band is good. Yeah. Then you, you don't get as much material Mm -hmm. or shows as you would like. Yeah, yeah. They definitely don't tour very much. Um, I don't remember them touring much at all. But yeah, they've just been so busy with with all their other shit. Which is good. Like everything else that these folks do is is great. Um, But so is there, there, there. (laughs) (laughs) So New Blood, how did you uh, like this one? This was close, close to my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Except for one of the timestamps that I will point out later. Uh oh. 
made me not hate the song, just really hate that part of the song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's this. It's the same issue. I have that same issue on Traveler's Insurance. Oh, he just doesn't like Analog Weekend EP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really like the intro on this one. I just like that very like kind of like rolling rhythm sound that it has uh, with the mm. palmita guitar and the drums kind of like um, doing almost like a marching pattern or something. It's very, very cool. They have a lot of like, I feel like every song on here, I'm like, oh, I really like this intro. I like this intro. I like this intro. Um, kind of like you said, like the drums and the drums and the guitar work really well together, but they do sometimes feel like they're kind of battling it out a little bit. Um, yeah. And the bass is just there kind of like nicely accenting um, some stuff, which is cool. And then I don't have anything until 32 seconds on this one. Mine's not till like 53. So, okay. Oh yeah. So another great squeal, like right into that part that at first I thought was the chorus, but I think it's maybe a pre-chorus or something. But then I really like that, just the vocal presentation on that part that I was just playing. Uh, and the guitar is obviously doing some really cool shit behind it, but I really, uh, enjoy that part. Mm. And then you said 50, what? I have it marked down as 55, but then I have a little question mark that says maybe start at 53. <laughs> okay, okay. I started playing a little bit of it. Um, it's just where where it sounds like the distortion just kind of turns up just a little bit uh-huh. on the guitar. It's just that, that little tweak I really like because there's kind of it goes and then it, if I remember correctly, it pauses for a second and then okay. it sounds like a little, it gets a little distortion heavy. Okay. Not not a source and heavy, but a little bit added to it. Higher, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I went back to fifty three, and we'll play through mine at fifty seven. Yeah, he definitely kicked the distortion on uh, there um, to kind of start doing more of a rhythm thing. And I just love that he kicks the distortion on and then the drums start doing a different pattern and it's very like bouncy and really fun. Um, I like that. Yeah. I just like that little subtle change Mm -hmm. on there. Yeah. It's very, very subtle, but uh, really impactful because at the same time, the drums are changing as well. And then I jumped to 137 after that. My next one is right after that 106. Okay. Okay. Hey, that's where I just was, and I moved it. Okay. I just like the way he elongates the spare bedroom Mm -hmm. and then the new new blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Really, really cool vocal presentation. And I just love the rhythm of that part. I just can't help but kind of like 
like dance along with that. Cause like it goes from a very shimmery, like hi-hat heavy part. And then it starts hitting the, the ride bell. And it just, when it starts doing that, it gets very, very bouncy and cool. Yeah. He's a fucking great drummer. I go see what else he drums in. I think he was a drummer of cap and jazz, but I look, I was looking it up. Uh, I want to say cap and jazz and then, Oh, he was a drummer in owls too. Yeah. And then also I think he was drummer in Joan of Arc. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And American football, was he the drummer or the guitar? No, he plays guitar and sings guitar. Okay. Yeah. Joan of Arc is always hit or miss for me. Like sometimes I really never, like their stuff and sometimes I cannot. I've never really been a fan of theirs, mm-hmm. but that also just goes back to the same reason why I'm not a fan of Saves the Day and Get Up Kids. Mm-hmm. It was that whole, like they were one of the, the more popular like emo yeah, yeah, bands. Yeah. And I was still screaming like, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> but they were there, man. Those are all like people that were in Cap and Jazz and stuff. Um, but I wouldn't consider Cap and Jazz an well, okay, in, the, yeah. in that version of emo, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm just like, if hey, whatever, if you want to call it emo, I don't fucking emo. care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not the uh, the the genre whore that used to be. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that is not that is not brutal tech death metal. That is, you know, yeah. Just, <laughs> Let me see. Okay, one thirty-seven is my next one. Is that the part you hate? No. Oh, okay, good. Because <laughs> I love it. I love that it goes into this, like, all of a sudden goes into this dreamy, kind of spacey part. Uh, yeah, I just like the little, the guitar riff that goes mm-hmm. right before. Yes. Where it goes in that kind yes. of dreamy. Yeah. It does that fucking rad noodle, and then it's just a very simple one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. It's very, very rad. So how you had pretty much the same note for bridge city centers. I think that's what I'm doing with this band. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was fucking My, hilarious. Mine's like this, the same little guitar riff that I keep pointing yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I think I have, we probably have a lot of the same ones. <laughs> okay. What else do you have on this one? Three sixteen is my next one. Okay. Let's do that. And after that is the one I don't like. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> it's always you and I kind of a different version of dreamy part. I just like how it kind of sounds like he like stepped away from the microphone. Yes. To yes. to sing. Yeah. yeah. I always, always like that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of almost the same, but it's, uh, I don't know if it's like an acoustic guitar and maybe like an electric piano or something. Yeah, it's very good. All right, let's get to the part you don't like. 345. 345, okay. Uh, you don't... <laughs> You don't like the, the random, weird outro? The, the random, unnecessary, like, staticky outro. Yeah, yeah. 
That was, uh, those were done, if I remember correctly, uh, those were done by James DeWeese. And it was just him and the band messing around with um, like reel to reel tape in the studio and just fucking around. And they got added on. I, I couldn't cut it out or anything for you, Eric. I'm sorry. Yeah. And to make it even worse, it's like 30 or 40 seconds it's, long. It's, it's long. Uh, yeah. It's not like a real quick yeah. one leading into the next song. No. That's the thing, too, is like it doesn't, you know, fade into the next song or anything. It's just like 30 seconds of this. It cuts and then the next song starts. Yeah. Like it's just I, I don't I was listening to it and that came on and I was like, I listened to the whole thing and like I rewound it again and listened to closer. Like maybe I missed something. Uh-huh. I'm like it's just seems just very unnecessary and has nothing to do with the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Did you ever were you into AFI at all? No. No. They had a uh an EP called the All Hollows EP that came out and um they wanted it to be exactly I believe exactly 13 minutes. And so it's got their their songs on it, four songs. And then uh, in between the songs, they had like spooky Halloween sounds or whatever. And I always hated that. I just wanted to <laughs> skip past the Halloween sounds. I just wanted to hear the four songs, but they wanted to be exactly 18 or 13 minutes because it's spooky. <laughs> and did it have to be four songs, though? Like they couldn't make just that random spooky I guess not. I, I guess they had to, you know, they had to have it that way. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> so that's the last. Okay, so that's the end of that song. Uh, then we're on to the first new song they released. Well, let's talk about it first. Okay, so off of their new album called There, so, There Three. And Let this one is without Kinsella? Yes. This one without. No oh, Kinsella. I just I marked down that my favorite song is this song. It's without him. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I'm gonna erase that note. Delete yeah. that from the delete that from the recording. <laughs> uh, living will or living well. Not that I don't like this song. I do like this song a lot, but I kind of wished I would have waited for the album to come out because the song came out and then like a week later the album came out or two weeks or something like that. But I jumped on the playlist. I was like, who can I give this to? Eric likes Kinsella (laughs) things. I'm going to give it him. Give it to him. I just feel like there's better songs on the album. Don't be mad at me, guys. It is a good (laughs) song. I do like it. The new drummer is really good. Um, So much so that Eric hates the other four songs on this playlist because the drumming is inferior. I mean, if New Blood didn't have that stupid ending, (laughs) that would have been my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot heavier too. Do you notice that? Like the the guitar tone is heavy on this this one. Um, Not through the whole album though. It's just on a a few of the songs. Got a different amp or a different pedal or something like that. I don't know, but... (laughs) I only ended up with one timestamp on this one. I, I really fucking botched it on my notes uh, here. 
Um, so I, I don't have, have anything till two fifteen. I have three on here, but I have an overall note. It's I just like the the uh, kind of start and stop feel of the yeah. entire song. Yeah, it is very kind of jumpy. Yeah. And actually, my first note is one second into the song, just the, the guitar. <laughs> that like the really high pitched one, like it, it's like triggering a memory and for me, but I can't, but it, I can't like place it of who it reminds me of. I'm gonna have to look up all these other bands that the guitarist was in and start listening to some of the other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, he's really good, man. It's it's pretty great. I I definitely recommend Lifted Bells if you were into Braid at all. Or Bob Nana's stuff. I had a Braid EP. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't listen to it that much. It was a two song EP on on vinyl. I'm I'm not actually oh, sure how oh, I like came across inch. it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure how I came across it, but I know I had it mm-hmm. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the uh, only non Braid things uh, that I like Bob Nana in. I know a lot of people really like Hey Mercedes. And I don't know. Hey, Mercedes was good, but not, they weren't braid. But anyway, uh, the band he's in with, with Matthew Frank is, is really good. Lifted bells. Anyway. Yeah. He's again, a really fucking good guitar player. It's almost like, it's almost like a raging against machine sound or something. It's very like mechanical for a second with that really high pitched thing that happens. Mm. It's, it's interesting. I love it. What's next for you? Um, I have two that are pretty close together. I have 115 okay. and then 129. Okay. So I just kind of like how the like the tone of the song kind of changes mm-hmm. a little bit at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And it's got that... that stop start kind of feel like you were talking about a little bit too. And there wasn't a lot of guitar happening at that part. Like not till like the later half of what I just played. Mm. It was very like bass heavy. Let's do 120. You said 129, right? Yeah. in between those two lines it does the heavy part and it's like this noodly guitar and he's and he just has to throw in those last two harmonics like you could just leave us leave space for a second but it's like nope <laughs> that's rad yeah you i just like again just how you know that's another part where the song kind of just changes up mm-hmm. tempo on there but it still keeps that stop and start mm-hmm. on there and i think that's just why i like the song the most i like that whole stop and start where it's just mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's cool because it it goes from like that being really quiet where it's doing the like rim shot uh snare drum into that really loud shit where he's noodling and there's like a the bass has a lot of uh, distortion on it yeah it's very cool like kind of push and pull kind of thing do you have anything else on this one i do not because they have an outro that makes sense on this song <laughs> <laughs> I've got 215. <laughs> I the roof. Let my in the 
it's a really cool like little stanza or whatever. But he said the the beginning of it is kiss my palm and slap the roof, leave my sadness in the Chevy, which I really like. I think that's a cool thing. But is that a thing that people do? Kiss your palm and slap the roof. I've never heard of that before. Oh, I've seen people like if they go through a yellow light, like was it kiss their fingers and touch the roof? Oh, okay, okay. So maybe that's just a different version of kind that like type a, of thing, like a jinx remover kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Okay, my sister used to always when she was driving, she would if she was going over railroad tracks, she would touch the roof. Uh, yellow light makes sense though. It's like I hope they don't take a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was the only one I ended up with on this song. I really like it. The new album is great. Um, I haven't listened to it enough. Uh, more than I expected to because there was like f- four albums that came out that day that I was really excited about. And I've mostly been listening to Taylor Swift. So sorry there, there, there. <laughs> but I fucking I bought it. I pre-ordered it. Okay. You ready for the next song then? I am. Okay. Uh, Back to their first release, Fit Your Life Into a Grid. I have a note here. Vocally, it's my favorite overall. Hmm, Okay. Okay. But a lot of it is... It's not necessarily saying this is a bad thing but it's mm-hmm. very similar to a lot of the other songs yeah on there. yeah there's not a ton of variation between the, the five i would say mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's a good point but hey there's no weird outro on this one that is true so it's got that going for it <laughs> <laughs> the first ep is is really fucking great i've listened to it a lot yeah, if you're into this, I would definitely recommend checking that out. So I've got 30 seconds is my first. My mother's son is callous. Beautiful catatonic fear of something without balance. It's almost killed me once this year. I I just I really like that the fucking snare hits. Just every time I'm like on the steering wheel with my, my fingers, just <laughs> it's really fucking cool. And it's very like, uh, kind of like the other song that I, I was talking about. It's very like kind of a rolling rhythm to it. And I like the, that the guitar cuts out. Like this guy is a really fucking great guitar player, obviously, but I feel like he also knows how to like dial it back also. And like here he's like, okay, I'm not going to play on this part and just let the bass and drums kind of take over. Um, and I really like that. Uh, what is your first one? My first one is at 115. 115. Oh, I have that too. I really like how different that sounds from like the rest of the song too. Yeah, I like the... I know we've talked about it in other ones, but like the little, the higher pitch guitar mm-hmm. part on there. Yeah. It's a really fucking like shreddy lead that's happening. It's repetitive, which is kind of nice that it's not like, I don't know. It's not like the, the, like a shreddy solo. It's just a lead, but it's really rad. It's very like, 
aggressive compared to most of the rest of the song, um, which is kind of rad. It's got that same kind of like you were talking about on the on the newer song. Uh, it's got that kind of push and pull uh, to it a little bit. Uh, and then two minutes is my next one or my last one. <laughs> That's exactly what mine is. Yeah. <laughs> very reserved part like it it's cool to slow down and kind of like everybody chill out for a minute and like the guitar is just strumming a chord the drums are very very simple and reserved and it's nice because i feel like a lot of other mathy type bands might you know the guitar might still be doing a like a quiet tappy part but it's nice yeah hold it back a little bit yeah so that's what i like too it's they knows when to show a little little restraint Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on there yeah it's a really fucking great ep yeah i fucking love it is that um do you have anything else on this one that was the last one i had for that one okay uh well then we're on to our last song and hey eric for your your vacation you're taking next uh month did you do you have traveler's insurance you know lately i've got no turns with deceit and seizure this life of leisure dismantles your options for the semblance of vast distraction <laughs> do not <laughs> is that a thing that people do Actually, no, they do. I know this for a fact. My sister uh, has to do that sometimes um, when she comes here because she lives in another country. I was going to say the only time we've done that, I guess it was just for the car, though. We drove into Mexico Mm -hmm. because we used to go uh, do photo and video for Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Every time time they did their, uh, their big show out in Rocky point every mm-hmm. year. Okay. So we get, you know, Mexico car insurance, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we actually, we actually used it one time. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the guy I would go with Chadwick, he, uh, backed up into a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was just that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's got another outro that you're, that you don't like. I know that much. Yep, that's one of my timestamps, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. We, we could probably skip it. Well, but <laughs> uh, It's got another great intro. I'm just a really fucking noodly, awesome part, and a nice squeal before everything comes in. Uh, is always fucking great. I love it so much. What else? Uh, how else did you like the song? I like, minus the outro, of course, sure. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a timestamps on it? My first one is 47 seconds. Oh, okay, cool. I don't have anything till over two minutes, so. Tragically lame for how far you've gone. I just like a little brief pause in drums mm-hmm. and then kick back right into the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's cool and like the nice like soft vocals there too and of course that fucking ripping guitar part (laughs) (laughs) is very good fucking bass chords can't go wrong that that and i just really like the background vocals even though it's mm-hmm. just you know not really saying anything it's yeah just, just those woes and they yeah. sound kind of far back from the mic too like we were talking about earlier yeah yeah it's really good and it just sounds so heavy too because of the the bass chords in there is really rad um i think i had that part i've always even though i don't smoke or anything but i've always liked the line i conjured the substance while you just got high or whatever he says there i always liked that line for some reason (laughs) i assume he's talking about marijuana i don't know (laughs) don't lie i see i see that bong in the back of your (laughs) office there right over there (laughs) don't worry it's the kids Uh, 207 is my next time theme. Carried the one, just disappointment for everyone. While I carried the two, left the states without you, switching threes and fours. I like a quick guitar squeal, and I also like a really long guitar squeal. <laughs> it's funny because my timestamp, my note for that one is it feels like a Death Cab song is about to start. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i really like that that's good that's good and i like the change in the song there too they're they're they do that a lot i guess um i guess i've never really noticed is the it'll be kind of mid-tempo and then they'll jump into like a really like a faster part um and i like that a lot yeah that's one of the biggest things i liked about them is it's the song never stays the same tempo mm-hmm. it's always it's always changing always around. changing yeah and it's not necessarily like, you know, fast, slow, fast, slow. Mm-hmm. It'll, you know, it, it varies it bounces a lot. all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. I have one more, but I we actually already played a different version of it, so I'm going to skip it. Do you have other stuff on this one? I just have one. Just okay. Just the outro. <laughs> we won't listen to the outro. Well, that's cool. So you liked him. That's good. It sounds like you're a fan. Yeah, I have. Overall, I like it. It's basically like pre-Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara time. Mm -hmm. Like I could picture these guys being on like any playlist that I made. Yeah. Just kind of fitting right into that whole mix. Yeah. Totally. Do you want to give them a a rating out of five? Say three out of five. Three out of five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I definitely would recommend giving the new album to listen it's really good check out uh matthew frank's other bands evan weiss's catalog is is all very good but pretty varied like he does some cool guitar stuff too not to the same uh level as matthew frank but like the intuit over it stuff is pretty good uh pet cemetery is 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 great uh but it's more on like a pop punk kind of vibe i listened to a little bit of intuit over it Mm mm-hmm and I can't tell you why I wasn't a big fan. It's just nothing really struck me 
on them as anything special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know what you mean. Like, I feel like I have a, a handful of songs of theirs that I like. And the rest of them, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is good. This is this is fine. I'm glad I was finally able to give you something. It was really hard for, for me to think of something that I could give you. I know. I've got like 10, 10 lists are made already that I was going to give to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, feel free to give me something and we can uh, do this again. I think I'm going to, instead of just sending you one, I'm going to just give you like some generic descriptions because I literally have like six or so that I can't figure out which I want to give. <laughs> okay, so, okay. So it's going to be like, like you know, generic descriptions like, mm-hmm. you know, this one's political hip hop. This one's like sad folk punk. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> just kind of, and let, let you pick from there. Okay. Okay. Without, without giving away who it is. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I, the political hip hop. I think I already know who it is because we talked about it. <laughs> I figure that one you would definitely know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Maybe I'll make my kids pick. Okay. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, thanks for coming back, Eric. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you like the band. For some reason, I was kind of nervous about this one. But, but it worked out. Yeah, I mean, I like music with good singers. <laughs> I don't know it's why. It's not all. Just... I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you fucking you like the format guy, so of course. Probably because a lot of the shows that we would go to were like metal, yeah, type yeah. shows and stuff like that. Metal shows and like you introduced me to a shit ton of scrams and stuff like that. So it's like yeah, because I mean, most of the most of the bands that I photographed were all hardcore metal yeah 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 type bands <laughs> so i i can understand why yeah it's like if it doesn't sound like where eagles dare or mac miller then eric's not going to listen to it the funny thing is where i get my uh tattoos done uh-huh. where eagles dare singer is i don't know if he's the owner or if he's just the head tattooer oh, there how funny i was getting i was getting tattoo done there the first time yeah. And like he's not the one who does my tattoo. Mm-hmm. A different guy does. But as me on my tattoo, I keep looking over. I'm like, why does that dude look so <laughs> fucking familiar? That's and so hilarious. when I got home, I when I got home, I looked it up, and I was like, oh shit. So next time I, I was there, I asked him like, did you used to sing for Where Eagles Dare? And he kind of laughed. He's like, like that brings back some memories. But yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> you could give them to me. I remember hearing them in your car, but I've never really listened to them before. I think the issue. I mean. There's a few bands that I was thinking of doing, but mm. as far as on Apple Music, they have one album. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. So it's hard to do because, like, I'd really want to do "I Hate Myself," mm. but they have that one ten-song album. Yeah, and then I think they have a two-song EP, and that's all they have available. Yeah, 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 yeah. Since a lot of those old hardcore bands and stuff don't didn't do do enough, <laughs> and and what they did do never made it on yeah yeah any streaming you could always do a youtube like, playlist i've had to do that before so because i i was another one i was thinking of was charles bronson oh sure yeah but they literally have one song <laughs> and it's from a compilation album <laughs> don't they have like a whole discography cd yeah but it's not on any streaming oh well it, yeah youtube it i I have it in Apple Music just because yeah, I, it's in your I bought that I bought that album off I think I bought off Bandcamp mm-hmm. and just you know imported it in mm-hmm. there. But yeah, because 
because at first I was thinking, I'm like, oh, they got the discography album. I could do that. Yeah. But then I looked, I'm like, oh, that's because I imported it <laughs> in there. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out one way or another. Yeah. And another one I was thinking was Ed Gein. Oh, I've heard but enough of I, them. I mean, not well, that then like, I started. I've, I, I like them a lot is what I mean. But yeah, then I started like going back and I started like actually like reading some lyrics. And I was like, so some of these lyrics are a little problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, named I'm not sure I wanna rec- <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure I want to recommend the song song and then play it on the pod. Yeah. And then all of a sudden hear, hear the lyrics. I was like, oh, I never really paid attention to those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you there when they, up uh, when they played here? Were you, did you go with me to that? I think Roseville? I've only seen, I think I've only seen them once in like Riverside. Oh, okay. Where it was the most fucking metal thing in the world. Some dude was like, you know, doing his fighting invisible ninja <laughs> dancing. And he, he mule kicked a hole straight through the wall and just pulled his foot out and just kept going. I was like, <laughs> like he didn't even look back. Oh man. That's hilarious. But the funny thing is, like, they have a song, the song called This Ends Now, uh-huh. where it's basically, like, telling people, don't dance like that. Yeah. Don't beat up people. They- <laughs> so they, they actually they actually stopped the show because uh, people were doing that. Yeah, yeah. They made a comment <laughs> when I saw them. They were like, quit doing that ninja shit. Yeah. It was them and uh, I think number 12, Looks Like You, also played. It was a lot of fun. They were great live, though. Yeah, the number number twelve. I think we were talking before about taking pictures at shows, mm-hmm. and that's one of the ones I know I was using the flash. Oh yeah, and they that lead singer probably fucking hated me <laughs> at the end of the show. It's <laughs> fucking blind. Well, because I was using the you know the flash like off camera, mm-hmm. so it was just mm-hmm. this long cord, so it's like <laughs> literally just like flashing straight in his face. <laughs> oh man, those were the days. Yeah. All right. I will outro the episode again. <laughs> we kept we just kept going. Uh bye Eric. <laughs> Th- thanks, Eric. You're welcome. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
perhaps it's just the descriptors. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. But, uh, okay, I think it's between Sad Boy. Sad Boy, R&B, and Pop. Or the last one. Murder Folk. Murder Folk. Hmm. A.K.A. Dark Folk, he said. I mean, it sounds like like a Holly Black fairy book. So I'll go with that one. Okay. Murder folk. It is, Eric, if you're listening. Thanks, Amanda.